BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about talk now. About now talk about. She's taking care of her voice, so you know that she's not going to shout now. Shout now, she's not going to shout. So get your headphones ready to hear what it's all about. No Fun the Jen Kirkman podcast, season 10 of this podcast. That means 10 years, episode four of 2022. This podcast comes out every other week. The first 20 minutes is free wherever you get podcasts. The rest, you must join my Patreon to have access to. It's only $3 a month to join. That gets you two full one-hour episodes, plus whatever little personal video bonuses I throw in from my life. You can join at higher levels. $5 a month gets you those two episodes, bonuses, plus extra bonus episodes. Also, if you join at the $3 level, you get my Sex in the City and Just Like That recaps. Those are one hour long each and they are videos. So you got yourself 10 hours of entertainment coming your way if you haven't watched those. So anyway, join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman, or go to the link in the show notes. This week, I'm going to be talking about the craziness going on on TikTok. I joined TikTok and I've got a whole new generation of people explaining my jokes to me. I have my own theories on what happened to Bob Saget. Talking to my mom about creeps and comedy, her thoughts on that. A couple weird things happened at Target. Um, somebody was having some kind of PTSD flashback and then a guy yelled at the pharmacy on behalf of everyone in line. And honestly, even though he was rude, he was completely right about what was going on. Um, Elon Musk wants to put implants in our brain and experts are raising alarms about this possibility. I will be talking about Hugh Hefner never got his due. As the creep he is, he was forcing women into bestiality and uh, covering up murders at the Playboy Mansion. He is a bad person. And whatever else pops into my head, there is a new planet detected. Could it maybe house life? I have my opinion on what we should do about that. All in this week's episode of No Fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast. So this is a listener email. This is from Will. He says, I'm glad that I joined your Patreon because I genuinely enjoyed your humidifier story in your most recent podcast episode. I paused it just to send this. It's exactly why you're one of my favorites. Thanks, Will. 
I don't even remember the humidifier story I told, but all I know is that I am so glad that I didn't have kids because I have two humidifiers and the care and cleaning of them that I have to do twice a day is overwhelming to me. And when I talk on this podcast, it's off the top of my head. I have ADHD. I often forget what I say, but it sounds like I talked about humidifiers. And the fact that you want to listen to a podcast where I might tell a story about a humidifier, I mean, then if that sounds good to you, then this is this is the podcast for you. So I'm talking to my mom about, uh, you know, all the dudes in comedy in 2020 that, you know, were accused credibly of sexual assault. Um, they had to go away for a while. And, and on, because some of these dudes were like, were married and their wives were like, you were on TikTok chatting up teenagers, you know, getting nudes from teenagers. These guys are in their 40s. Uh, credible rape allegations, sexual assault, all these guys that claimed I'm being canceled. They're millionaires. They're on TV shows. Yeah, maybe their Netflix like deal got canceled or whatever. You know, a couple of guys like they had a, uh... and by the way, if anyone's like, why don't you name names? My entire podcast is naming names. I named the names when this first happened two years ago. The reason I'm not now is because I don't want people going, why do you keep talking about this? It's like, and the, for the people that are like, you should talk about it. I did the, literally go back and look at this podcast. It's, all, it's like name central. It's like a, a phone book. All I do is name names of male comedians who are creeps. I am not shy about doing that, but I know when to hold them and when to fold them. When I'm making a larger point, I don't say names because you get all distracted by the names. And then I get comments like, oh, what can they, well, what do you want them never to work again? How about they didn't work for nine months, which by the way, is just a normal amount of time to not work during a pandemic. And then also just like in show business, sometimes you may not work for nine months. I'm not really crying because a few millionaires did something wrong. <clears throat> they have, you know, Patreons that tens of thousands of people joined. Like none of them ever went hungry. Like everyone's fine and doing better than most comedians that come pre-canceled that you've never heard of who are funny, but they're just not straight, white, cis, hat men. So, and that's why they come pre-canceled because uh, comedy is still a straight, white, cis, het male boys club. So anyway, um, but I was talking to my mom about all these creeps and I was like, I just, the fact that I don't do comedy anymore um, makes me so happy because I don't have to like run into these people. And my mom goes, you know, I don't know if you're up against, you know, all you people that try to tell comedy clubs that, you know, I'm not saying comedy clubs shouldn't book these people, but if I'm going to book a credibly accused rapist on, like if I'm running a comedy club and I, and I book a credibly accused rapist who never served time and I don't know if they've been rehabilitated, like, let's just say they did it. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a rapist, so I don't like know the culture, but do you usually just do one and then that's it? <clears throat> Or you do like three and then you don't do it anymore? I mean, maybe that's right. I don't know. But I'm just saying, if you're going to book a credibly accused rapist that didn't serve any time because that's not how statute of limitations... Due process. I, I, I hear the comments coming at me to the where I can't even speak. And so um, if you're going to do that, then you better make the comedy club safe. See, when you perform at a comedy club, you have your own little dressing room area or green room as they call it. 
lot of times like the the other comics are in there too, but there is a world where you can have your own room on the road and you're backstage. And uh, even if you do share it with the other comics, like if one of them is on stage and the other one's out in the audience watching, then you're alone in a room and then the waitress comes in, door shuts behind her. You want to put your waitress in with a credibly accused rapist? I mean, just look at the logistics. I'm not saying cancel them, but I'm just saying it has, you could argue it hasn't been proved that he raped someone, but the fact that a woman came forward whose life was destroyed because of it, you could argue it hasn't been proven that he didn't. And in fact, all, I would say more signs point to the fact that he did, but okay, so he he's uh, not rehabbed and, and rehab doesn't mean uh, he wasn't allowed to do stand-up for six months. I'm talking actual, whatever it takes to rehabilitate a rapist. And you go, how do you know he wasn't? Well, he would have come forward and been like, I did do it. Um, I've been rehabilitated. I am so sorry. Here's my proof of rehabilitation. So you're gonna just gonna let that person be around the waitresses or the female staff members or the female audience members of the female comics. I think it's insane. And I think it's, imagine going to your job where somebody was accused of rape in the Los Angeles Times, like in the newspaper. And that person like went insane and everyone that loves that person, so all their fans like went after women online. And that person's allowed to come to your office. They're, they're allowed to come back to work because the boss is like, well, we can't prove it. At the very least, you would want some protection at your job. If the boss is going to say, look, we, we, we got to have the, the, the uh, credibly accused rapist work here. There's just no one else that can work here. We got to have him. He's so special. We got to have him. Wouldn't you be like, well, okay, um, can I get a bodyguard at my desk? <laughs> you know, um, something. I mean, th- just when you put it in those terms, you hear the absurdity. Like, okay, I'm not for canceling anyone. And, and you can't prove he-, he did rape and you can't prove he didn't. Why don't we take precautions? So if you're so committed to booking credibly accused rapists and people that sexually assault teens, you're not allowed to ignore the fact that these things happened. So you need to put things in place at the club that make it safe. And you need to donate. You don't have to take it out of this comics pay, but you guys make money off drinks and food. You need to donate it to Rain. I mean, something. Because they're literally like, oh, we know this person was accused of rape. We don't. They're literally saying, we don't care. They sell tickets. I mean, it's, Imagine being a woman walking into that work environment. That's comedy clubs. All of them. All of them. You go, which one's Jen? No, literally all of them. Do not, uh, with the exception of the Vermont Comedy Club and um, the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. Everywhere else. So, I've been talking to my mom about it and she goes, Jennifer, you know, I think they would book Jack the Ripper at these clubs and people would go. They'd probably go more than they would go um, for someone who wasn't Jack the Ripper, because they they love being near darkness. It's like they don't even like what Jack the Ripper did, but they just want to be near that darkness. It's a thrill for them. And I think that was the most brilliant thing that my mom said. I think she's totally right. I think there is a thrill to going to see these comics. It feels like a, I don't know who it's a fuck you to, but it's just like a fuck you to, don't, 
tell anyone what they can do. We've all made, I think everybody puts their personal story on it. We've all made mistakes, right? And we don't want to get canceled for them. And it's like, but have you guys made those mistakes? And again, I'm not calling, I am not, I actually don't believe in cancel culture. And I mean that two ways. I don't believe that people are actually getting canceled. I really haven't seen it. I'll tell you the people that have been canceled. Kathy Griffin. And, um, I, you know what? I'm good. I made a mistake by even naming one person because I'm sure there's more. But the people yelling about being canceled to stadiums of people or on their Netflix specials, that's a, like just if you're not a good detective, if you're like, you know what? I watch Law & Order every week. And even though I, you know, my friends tell me they make it really clear who the murderer is, I never can guess it. If you're like a terrible detective, I'm just going to give you a hint. If someone is talking about how they're being canceled, but they're saying it in the news media and or on a uh, well, let's take away the news media. Let's, they're saying it in a stadium or on a Netflix special. They're not being canceled. That's your clue. Now, what they may be saying is I'm getting criticized. I'm getting people who would want me to be canceled. Now, that brings me to the other cancel culture, the culture of wanting to cancel people that we disagree with. Now, that's now I don't just disagree with rape. I think that's criminal behavior. And those people, yes, should be either rehabilitated uh, and not allowed in society. But if there's a comedian who uses offensive language, um, listen, I, I have a, entire opinions about how dangerous it is, how bad it is, how sad it is. But I'm never calling for them to be canceled because the problem is they have fans and those people will find them regardless and they'll go underground. I just want more voices in the mix that are the opposite of that so that everyone's screaming at once in a completely fair marketplace of ideas. But it seems as though only like one type of person, if you look at the biggest podcasts in America, it's like these right-wing bros, comedy guys, same thing. It's like the libertarian, leaning right bros with their misinformation, disinformation, anti-trans material, anti-gay, anti-woman. And they're all doing it in the name to be edgy somehow. And they'll suffer consequences, which are tweets which are just tweets, <laughs> you know, ask any person in the groups that they like to uh, make fun of. And we'll tell you about the tweets we've been getting the whole time, not even for anything we did wrong, just for existing. And so they'll get some tweets and well, they're trying to cancel me. It's like, well, people are just trying to tell you they fucking hate you. And then you have all your fans that are paying you to tell you they love you. So you can't take some of the good with the bad. Now, but I'm not one of those people trying to cancel anyone. I'm just trying to say, my God, I wish so many people weren't fans of these ding-dongs. But alas, when has that not always been the thing that sometimes the most popular people in any kind of uh, art form are the worst? Not, not always, always exceptions. But So there's two cancel cultures. There's one that's literally like, sure, there are, I'm sure there are people who are just like, you did this once you should go away forever. And I've definitely seen that desire happen. I've just never seen it actually happen. Um, to me, canceling doesn't mean like you have to apologize and you're getting a lot of heat and everyone's writing stories about you. That's not canceling. 
Is it attempted canceling? Maybe. But you are not canceled. So anyway, that's just my thoughts right now on what uh, is going on in comedy is that, you know, I suppose, I'm not going to say the pandemic is winding down, but, you know, the years are going by. People are triple vaxxed, only 20-something percent of the population, but um, of America. People are over it. They're t- I'm just saying, people are getting back to life. They're going to comedy clubs. And all those people that went in hiding in 2020 because they had all these credible sexual assault allegations against them, they're all back. And everyone's like, oh my God, they're back. Well, they've been back for a while, but for some reason, everyone's just noticing now. And uh, yeah, women have to play clubs with them. And I'm telling you, I've never been happier. Well, first of all, even if I was still doing comedy, I would not step foot into a club anymore. But uh, yeah, it's just so... And not that I won't do comedy again. I'll probably end up doing more of like a one-person show type thing in New York when I have time, which is not when I'm working 50 jobs and 90 podcasts and a writing job. But And I really just don't feel like sitting on stage right now if anyone look at me. It's just sort of not the zone I'm in. But uh, anyway, so... It just feels really good to be in here podcasting instead of, you know, that. Um, so let's move it on over to Patreon. Everyone, if you want to hear the rest of this episode, join us. Join us over at Patreon. Again, I'm not on tour. This is how JK makes a living. Ad free over at Patreon. No ads ever. And a great community of people that you can chat to in the comments that are not um, saying stupid shit. At least I hope not about the rant that I just went on, but. So come on over. The link is in the show notes. Come on and support me. And I'll see you over there. 